0: Well, hello, EKN Nation. Welcome to a new edition of our EKN Outlap, our preview podcast for an upcoming event. It is episode number 67, January the 29th, 2024. The season, of course, underway. Super Kart USA 2 Winter Series, Rock Cup, uh, Florida Winter Tour, the Rotax Winter Trophy under, underway as well. A ton of racing in Florida. It seems to be, of course, the hub of a lot of karting uh, nationally uh, in the first quarter of the season. We're going to go west, though. It's time to get things rolling on the West Coast. The challenge of the America set to roll out here again. My name is Rob Howden, joined, as always, by David Cole. We will bring him in here in a minute. Let's get started by introducing our presenting sponsor of today's Outlap podcast. That is the Skip Barber Racing School. Are you looking for the next step in racing? Go from carts to cars with the Skip Barber Racing School. Skip Barber alumni are champions in every motorsport series in Formula One, NASCAR, IMSA, and IndyCar. Get behind the wheel of a Skip Barber Formula 4 car featuring 160-horsepower turbocharged engine. Our highly structured and competitive Skip Barber Formula Race Series is uh, the perfect platform to start your racing career so you can fulfill your dream of becoming a champion. With equalized race cars and a focus on driver development, your driving skills will determine if you end up in victory lane. Learn more about the Skip Barber Racing School at skipbarber.com or by calling 866-934-1949. All right, David Cole, rolling into episode 67. We're going to the challenge of the Americas, but just a spin-off of Skip Barber. I'm not sure if you I'm sure you got a chance to watch a bit of it, but I tuned in for quite a bit of the Rolex 24 this past weekend. Joseph Newgarden winning a Rolex Skip Barber graduate as well.
1: He is. That is correct. Yeah. A number of probably Skip Barber graduates that were competing at the Rolex 24. Yeah. Probably even some uh, instructors that were there racing as well, too, I believe. And, and, you know, they have and had that had that in the past. So, yeah, it was a it was an interesting race. Uh, I got I missed the ending. I had to do some uh, errands, so I missed the ending. But, uh, you know, certainly drama throughout 24. A lot of wrecks in the early part kind of Made things a little bit uneasy for some of the drivers and teams, but uh, you know, a lot of them power through, and again, everything coming down the wire after 24 hours. Pretty
0: hey, listen, and the bottom line is there's not only a connection with Skip Barber, as we know, a huge connection to karting, right? We will jump into this podcast sooner or later, but but yeah, shout out to Connor Zilich, obviously, a big win with him with Aero Motorsports. He gets a, a Rolex in his very first ever run, Connor. Is really shaken up the establishment these uh, this last couple of years. Uh, and, I'll, and I'll go way deeper. Connor's, of course, a very recent carter. But I'm going to go deep into a guy I, I, I watched carting for many, many years when he was a young kid in Ontario, Daniel Morad, getting another uh, Rolex as well, winning in one of the GT categories. So for my fellow Canadians from Ontario, uh, I know Daniel really well, and it's so good to see him get another one.
1: Yeah, I believe it was his second 24 hour win. So, uh, it's been some time since he's been a a regular at the uh, in in the uh, at the event. So, uh, good to see him. He's the 20. I just looked this up. 2010. RoTAX grand finals winner in the DD2 category <laughs> for Team Canada. So there you go. Uh, yep. And uh formula BMW driver as well, too.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, talented driver for sure. And again, coming through the ranks of uh you know four-cycle and two-cycle karting up in Canada. Let's dive into this one now. We've got a lot, obviously, there's a lot of talk about there. David, you and I haven't done a podcast for a while. I'm of course uh, recovering from the lip surgery I had before uh Christmas, so it's feeling pretty good right now. i get a chance to stretch it out a bit, but It'll be working all weekend long, for sure. You and I are going to the Challenge of the Americas, the opening round in Tucson, T1. That's where we're going back and forth, T1 and T2 at Tucson, just uh, similar to, of course, uh, Anaheim and Supercross, A1 and A2 events. February 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, this coming weekend, David, we head out to Muscleman Honda Circuit, one of my favorite events to, uh, to call races on. Number one, because the tower is so tall, I can see everything. But number two, that racetrack, man, it's one of the best racetracks in the country.
1: The layout is, is oh, perfect. It. Yeah. It's, it's great. It's fun and exciting. The difference, however, in the eight tenths mile 13 turn track that we'll be visiting is we're going to go in the clockwise direction. This is something we haven't seen at this level of the event in a long time. I will, I think somebody did it back in the past. It might've been stars of carding when the facility first opened up back in the early two thousands. But, um, for the challenge, we've never done this clockwise, so this is going to be completely something new for for a lot of the teams who have been going to the challenge for for a number of years and, and for us and for, for certainly for all the drivers who are in the challenge, because none of them were around when it was in the clockwise direction. So oh, this yes. is yeah. this is going to be the, the, the interesting part of the of this weekend for sure is is, is something brand new. It's the same but brand new in terms of, of way, the way the racetrack is going to, is going to go. So we're going to, we're going to see how it races this way. You know, obviously it's going to have its, its passing positions and spots uh, but it's going to be, you know, how the setup's going to be changing, obviously mostly left-hand turns. Um, You're still going to have the S's after the straightaway. So how fast you're going to be going through there uh, lots of different different elements that'll that'll change things up, and coming to the straight to the finish line, that'll be that'll be unique as well too. Yeah, right. So a lot lots of things to kind of gather and take in as we when we go to Tucson this weekend.
0: So those of you who may be new to the Challenge of the Americas, it's a three weekend, six event winter program. Of course, on the West Coast, it's been going for several years, folks. The seventeenth edition of the Challenge. Been a lot of different iterations, uh, obviously, t- many, many years with the Rotax platform, and of course, the last number uh, strictly with the Rock, essentially strictly with the Rock program. This year, though, Andy Saisman, the promoter, opened things wide out, wide open. The K- the, the engines have been legal in the KA categories for the last couple of years. Uh, but now wide open for essentially everything. For Tag Cadet, you can run the IME or the, uh, the the Rock. Same goes for the 100cc category. Really hasn't been any kind of 125cc single speed in the category for the last couple of years. But David, opening up in the shifter cart classes too, we'll just throw that out there for those that are new. Uh, not only the Rock shifter, but also now uh, running heads up will be the KZ category. So it'll be interesting to see how how shifter rolls out this year
1: yeah the kz platform welcomed into the shifter categories both senior and master uh so that'll be uh, something we'll kind of dictate and and follow uh throughout the weekend what engines people are going to be running in those categories and all the other categories as well too i know typically we see the vlr as the engine of choice in junior 100 cc category uh the senior kind of goes back and forth some drivers use the vlr some use the iami With the Masters, kind of the same thing as well, too, kind of back and forth. It's uh, kind of a mix. I want to say uh, VLR won one day and IAMI won the next at Tucson last year. So we'll have to kind of keep an eye on that. And as you said, yeah, the 60cc cadet uh, category will be welcoming both. So, again, kind of monitoring the engine selection for the drivers uh, on the weekend.
0: So, David mentioned eight-tenths of a mile, the track, uh, Muscleman Honda Circuit, 13 corners. It's a replica of the Suzuka, the famous Suzuka track uh, in Japan. Tenth time that the uh, challenge has come to Tucson to run the event itself. Back in the uh, first time, actually, back in 2012. And, David, that was actually the first time we ever did a live event with them as well, back in 2012. Eleven years. Twelve.
1: Do your math. Come on now. Yeah. Our 12th
0: year. I forgot that it was was 2024.
1: It is 2024, Rob. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, uh, yeah. Our 12th season covering the challenge of their 17th now season that they'll be uh, heading into. And yeah, this is a, uh, again, the racetrack race as well. We'll see how it goes in this direction. the the, really the main question aside from the track direction will be weather. that's something we're kind of keeping an eye on temperatures right now are going to be in the fifties for Friday and Saturday. So bundle up, up, be ready Uh, and an 89% chance of rain right now, as of this morning on Friday. So um, practice day might be uh, disrupted by rain, which is something we've not seen in Tucson. I don't think, I mean, we had the cold weather where it was frost in the morning and, and, and some engines got uh, frozen with the water inside of them. But I don't think we saw any rain in Tucson. Maybe a couple drizzles here and there, but nothing to where it's saying, hey, 89% chance of rain. I, yeah. I have not seen that before.
0: We'll see how it all plays out. David, give us a lineup of how things are rolling here uh, for the event schedule. I know practice, I think they're, they're going to get rolling on practice on Wednesday today, uh, Wednesday this week, run, of course, by the racetrack.
1: Yeah, you'll have unofficial practice on Wednesday and Thursday, same as uh, you typically see with most events. And the challenge has been doing that uh, for a number of years. Then we'll get into official practice on Friday, and that is going to be five rounds uh, per class. Uh, You'll have eight rounds or I'm sorry, uh, 10 minutes each. Uh, for the first two rounds of practice, then you'll go into 12 minutes each for th- rounds three and four, and then you'll have hot pit open for 20 minutes uh, for the six categories that'll be competing. So at the end of the day on Friday, pre-qualifying time practice, 20 minute hot pit session. Uh, that'll be uh, an interesting one to watch because you'll see drivers come in, make changes, go back out. And yeah. uh, and either getting getting race pace down or or trying to find some time to get into qualifying the next day.
0: And we'll go live during that session with the, on Ecan e- e- Radio as well, right?
1: We'll talk about that. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Know. I mean, that's it's two and a half hours. I mean, yeah. We'll, we'll 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 figure something out to where we can do it. We haven't really gone over our weekend schedule regarding that, but that I'm just doing is something it live here that, on the show. <laughs> there you go there you go uh so then we'll get into Saturday round one that'll be qualifying or you'll do warm-up qualifying in the morning and then we'll have pre-finals uh 14 laps for all the categories 12 laps for cadets and then we'll get in the main events 20 laps for most of the categories and 16 laps for cadets and then we'll repeat that Same format on Sunday for round two.
0: Yeah, back to back, round one, round two. Weather sounds like it's going to be very interesting. We'll see how it all plays out. Time for us to jump into our first commercial break, folks. When we get back, uh, we'll jump back into episode 67 of the EKN Outlap. In karting, it's important to be supported by the right people. With over 40 years of experience in the sport, Trinity Karting Group has everything you need to make your program successful. We do it all, and we do it right. Trackside support and arrive and drive programs at many of karting's biggest East Coast events, full product sales and service, and professional coaching from our experienced staff. Trinity Karting Group is a full-service operation based at the Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati, which gives us access to our custom-designed driver training facility. This allows us to offer private one-on-one coaching to take you to the next level. From arrive and drive and coaching programs to the parts you need, let Trinity Karting Group provide you with customer service and a racing experience second to none. Trinity Karting Group is an official Kart Republic race team, providing full trackside support at all the major USA Karting events, including the Skuza Pro Tour, United States Pro Kart Series, Skuza Super Nationals 25, and other events throughout the 2022 season. TKG has in stock Kart Republic, IAMI, MG Novinko Tires and more products for those in Ohio and the Midwest region. Trinity Carding Group has a long history of the sport, a winning pedigree, and we're dedicated to driver development. We take pride in our professional approach and our positive attitude. Let us build a custom race program for you. Give us a call at 513-421-4463 or check us out online at trinitycardinggroup.com. It's a multi-time world champion, and it's a Superkarts USA Supernationals winner. It is Sodi Kart, and starting in 2023, the Sodi brand has found a new home here in the U.S. Sodi Racing USA is the new exclusive importer of the Sodi Kart chassis line under the Karting Distribution banner, led by industry veteran Terry Germanovich. The French manufacturer Sodi Kart is a leader within the karting industry offering a wide range of products and services the sony racing chassis line offers product in classes from mini to kz all based on years of development and championship seasons around the world sony racing usa has already begun establishing its dealer network working with the karting collective on the west coast and recently signing pk sport to serve as a dealer and the official race team on the east coast Visit Sodi Racing USA.com to learn more about the Sodi Kart chassis line or call 954 634 5111 to become part of the Sodi Racing USA network today. Sodi Kart, the world leader in the karting industry. Welcome back to episode 67 of the EKN Outlap, our preview podcast coming into one of our EKN Trackside live events. This one, the Challenge of the Americas, the opening round of the 17th season of the Challenge. Looking forward to getting out to Tucson, Arizona. I'm Rob Howden, joined by David Cole, my first podcast here to start the 2024 season, having uh, been on the bench there for a bit. David, in this particular segment, let's jump into the by the numbers because there is a bit of an adjustment this year. One of the key things coming in, was one of last year's exciting components, was the, the worldwide global debut of the OKN category at the Challenge, the first series in the world to run it. We ended up getting up to, I think, a 10 entries at one event. Some momentum on the East Coast to keep OKN going in the Stars category, but, man, the momentum did not continue on the West Coast. Uh, the old issue of carding where people sit on the sidelines and say, well, hey, who's entered? Uh, nobody's entered yet. Well, I'm not going to enter as opposed to getting entering and building. And it ends up being the uh, really the, the the sad part of that where just, you know, there were guys who were saying they wanted to come. They didn't. No class.
1: And I think it's just part of the way the engine platform hasn't really taken off so much on the West Coast. Yeah. Um, when you look at it, the challenge in Americas was the only program that ran it. Uh, no clubs ran it. No regional programs ran it. So it's kind of hard to build numbers if there aren't races, places to go and race it. True. Again, you got to have a place to race in order for this class or this engine platform to take off. So that's part of it, I think. And again, you know, when you can, when you're racing against maybe nine to 10 people as they were last year, you can go to hundred CC side and race against 30. So I think it's, you know, again, people are, are drawn in by numbers, and I think the senior hundred CC category has been the one that's been drawing the numbers over the last couple of seasons at the challenge. And that's where a lot of the senior drivers are going or they're going to shift or where we're seeing an increase in numbers as well, too. So uh, but still, when you when you factor in the drop of OKN, there's an increase across the board in the remaining six categories because we're up to 117 pre entries uh, going into the weekend. That's three shy of what we had in total last year at tucson including okn so we've seen an increase across the board that's a solid start um you know to be basically the record at tucson so far is 130 that was in 2021 so we're about 13 off of that so again there's the opportunity to probably have a dozen walk-ups as we typically see in tucson yeah. for the series opener because again a lot of people waiting till the last minute to go or to, to confirm they're, they're going. And and so maybe we'll see that number matched or, or get close to it. That's what uh, kind of my forecast is going into the weekend.
0: Agreed. Yeah. Uh, big numbers. Of course, we talked about the fact that they had some, a good increase in the cadet, uh, tag cadet 60 CC category, 14 drivers in total in on that one. That always bodes well when you get a, you know, the, the younger kids starting to come in uh, the hundred CC classes, David, as you have mentioned really have kind of been the high watermark, both, uh, both, both, Close to 30. Actually, uh, junior 100cc over 30 at 31 right now. The senior category at 29. So expect that one to go over 30 as well. Uh, Masters drivers in the 100cc class, 13 in total. Uh, uh, 30 drivers and shifters. 17 in the senior shifter category. 13 right now in the shifter masters class. That seems to be one of the classes especially shifter master, we get a couple of kind of guys walking up at the end, right? I wouldn't be surprised if that gets to, you know, 15, 16 or more in the master's category for guys that haven't, haven't, just haven't signed up yet.
1: Yeah. And that's the big boost because last year we, we did not have the numbers there. Um, That was one of the classes that was struggling in terms of numbers for some reason last year. Um, Looks like last year we had roughly about um, just over 10. So it's an increase there, but as the season went on, the numbers dropped off drastically. So hopefully we'll be able to keep it at a dozen or more uh, in the shifter master's class.
0: Well, I, I talked to a number of guys that, that maybe weren't coming to, to Tucson, but I, I know that there's at least a handful of guys that will, are potentially looking to do the Sonoma race, the finale. Uh, so that's always good, too. So hopefully we'll have, if we do lose some guys, we'll have some more guys come in. It's just, again, numbers breed numbers, right? We, we would love to have seen like all of these guys kind of get in there, and have this be the big West Coast, you know, shifter cart program to start the season off to get those guys fired up. But 13 still strong in the master's class. And 17 is senior, nothing to sneeze out at all.
1: Yeah, no, 17 in the senior category, and we got a number of big hitters in that class that we'll go over when we dig into the uh, the class previews.
0: Yeah, speaking of that, let's go to another quick break. When we come back, we'll have a look at both these shifter categories, both shifter senior and shifter masters. All over the karting world, everyone knows OTK is the gold standard for quality and performance. In the U.S., OTK USA is the source for all things OTK. From the legendary Tony Kart brand to the race-winning Cosmic and Xprix chassis and now the new Red Speed and EOS brands, OTK quality is second to none. All five brands are winning races and championships across the country in national programs like the Rock Cup USA Florida Winter Tour and the Challenge of the Americas, the Skuza Pro Tour and Winter Series, and the Pro Kart Challenge, the United States Pro Kart Series, and the WKA Manufacturers Cup and OTK products are also front and center on the podium of club and regional races from coast to coast. To learn more about a specific product line, to find the OTK USA dealer near you, whether it's Tony Kart, Cosmic, Expre, Red Speed, or EOS, visit www.otkusa.com. Specific chassis territories are still available, so cart shops interested in adding a winning component to their product lineups. And contact OTK USA directly. Made in the USA. It's not just a statement, it's the mission at Factory Carts of America. Led by four time Super champion Billy Musgrave, Factory Carts manufactures their frames completely in house at the Riverside, California facility. Built and designed from the ground up specifically for the American karting market. Factory Carts brings new innovations and solutions that are long overdue. Factory Carts bring together the highest quality materials to produce a high performance, long lasting cart that has been designed and perfected from three years of development, with a focus for a big push across North America in 2023. No other carting manufacturer stands behind its product. Like Factory Carts does, providing a two year warranty on all their frames. Do you remember when American Made meant innovative, original, stronger, faster, and just plain better? Well, American Made is back. Contact Factory Carts today to join the American Made movement. Learn more by visiting factorycarts.com or email Billy anytime at infofactorycarts.com. At Welcome back uh, to our second. Uh, EK and Outlap of the Year as we get set to roll out to the Challenge of the Americas, uh, the opening round in Tucson, Arizona this coming weekend, February 2nd to the 4th. Myself, Rob Haddon, and David Cole will be trackside for that event. David, let's go class by class right now. Let's jump into the senior shifter class here, 17 drivers in total, including the return of the champion from last year, Jacob Gulick. Really a breakout season for Jacob Gulick last year. He had a tremendous run.
1: He certainly did. Was one of the top drivers in our EKN driver rankings presented by Skip Barber Racing School. Uh, it was, you know, three wins on the on the six rounds of the challenge that helped him secure that championship. Um, and going into this year, certainly going to be one of the drivers to watch. Uh, but it's it's a GFC filled. Field, Uh, You got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight drivers of the 17 on GFC chassis. So uh, you're going to see a lot of black and white out there uh, towards the front, including Gulick, including former series champion Kyle Wick, including former series champion Hunter Pickett, all on the GFC brand.
0: Yeah, they, and then you look at some of the other guys, right? Alan Shuto, who was you know, almost won a Supernats back in what day? What year was that? Twenty twenty four, twenty five. Remember when he he broke in the last lap, and that's the year that that uh, Jason. W- won? Oh, we're
1: going to go way back. That's two thousand four. That so was I'm the just... first Supernats I went to. Yes.
0: Yeah. So, like back in two thousand. So Alan Shuto, of course, has run Toyota Atlantic. But he... this guy's a this guy's a driver. He could be but in the he... Masters class.
1: Well, he he should be. Yeah, uh, he, he almost won the Super Nationals in the Masters class back at That's the true. Super Nationals 25. So, yeah, uh, yeah on, on a GFC. So that is, uh, yeah, it's interesting to see him. He's with uh, Keon Tandon, who he's been working with for a number of years. So both yeah. of them are going to be in this shifter senior category, uh, helping with the GFC, along with Jonathan Vitolo, last year's shifter master champion, uh, moving into the senior category. So. Um, you got two masters drivers right there and running in the senior ranks.
0: Uh, indeed, that, that kind of surprised me a little bit. One of the drivers we we profiled last year, David, as well, Ethan Boer with the uh, with GFC and former was coming back at again. We'll see if he can step up to the next level. But like you said, this is it's a stacked field right now.
1: Yeah, what the, the one name that you really want to look at is Boss Lammers. This yeah. is a, uh,
0: a legend, <laughs> a legend
1: in the sport, a two time KZ world champion coming over to the United States. He's going to be racing with a talcart factory racing team. Um, the, the Dutch driver is probably one of the more unique drivers in the sport over the sports genre, really. Yeah. I mean, it's just, uh, he's, he, no matter what it is, he's done it. He's done single speed shifter racing, been at the Supernats a number of times as well. Didn't quite get a victory there, but was among the the top contenders year year in and year out that he was there. Um, so excited to see Boss back behind the wheel. Uh, does a lot of coaching most of the time. So to see him back behind the wheel, maybe he'll be David Foray esque and and come back and and show these young guns how to do it.
0: A pretty strong team out of the Italian Motors camp as well, right? On the Ital cart. They've got of uh, course, Michael Valiente's son Massimo Valiente made his debut in the pro category the supernats, uh, Daniel Vasile, the uh the Romanian there as well, Nicholas Taylor. So they've got it, they've got a, a pretty good crew of drivers that they have brought down. Uh like we said, lots of lots of GFCs, but a but a good group of four drivers on ital cards as well.
1: Yeah, that's the next biggest group when you look at it. I think CRG's got a couple. They got Michael Avancino and David Williams with Ron White Racing, and that's typically been uh, you know that CRG package has been really fast in the shifter categories. So um, that's how you look at it. With that, um, and Anthony Freeze returning back to the shifter cart field as well too. He ran the OKN category last year.
0: Let's jump into the Master Shifter class. We've mentioned earlier that 13 drivers in total, they will not see the defense from Jonathan Vitolo. We talked about the fact that he's entered into the senior category, so Vitolo's not going to be there. So that kind of opens things up for maybe one of the drivers, uh, David, that was able to win last year, right? But Grossenbacher was very quick last year. He'll be on a TV car here. Is he one of the guys to watch? Although I think probably the guy that we've seen many times would be Cody Hodgson. I think he's getting, seeing Hodgson's name on there. He's definitely going to be one to beat.
1: Yeah, Bud Grossenbacher won at the Phoenix Kart Racing yeah. Association weekend. Uh, that was his only weekend at racing. He didn't go to Sonoma, didn't go to Tucson, so um, that was the only time we saw him at the Challenge last year. So going down to Tucson, and he's got to be one to watch. But yes, Cody Hodgson, he's been you know a quick driver in shifter kart categories for a number of years, uh, moving over to the master ranks now. Uh, but also having to contend with a multi-time challenge champion that's going to do some six-speed racing, Derek Wang. You know, I like this that. is a guy who's not a not a stranger to shifter kart racing. Just ran Supernats back in November. Ran some shifter kart racing back in the day as well, too. So, uh, not a big fan of the hundred CC racing. So he's moving into shifter karts. So um, this is where he, we find Derek Wang ending up. And uh, so I got to think Grossenbacher, Hodgson, and, and Wang are going to be. Probably the three drivers to kind of watch in this category.
0: Well, and then you ca- a couple of veterans coming down from Canada. Canadians have always been a big part of the Challenge of the Americas. Joey Guion with uh, his his company, Overdrive Motorsports, does a lot of work with the guys at Ruthless Karting uh, for, the, for the challenge. He's going to be running as well, as is Rob Kozakowski. He'll be with Michael Haliente and the Italian Motors crew. So a couple more Canadians coming down there, David, to, to, to battle things out.
1: Yeah, you always got to bring up the Canadians, don't you?
0: <laughs> well, it's international, right? You got to play that international.
1: It track is. Track. It is. Yeah. No, it's great. That's, that's something the challenge is about a lot of the Canadian drivers, especially from the western side of the, of the country coming down, getting to, uh, to experience kart racing, get the season started down in the challenge before the, uh, the snow melts and gets going up north
0: i love it all right another quick break folks when we get back we'll dive into the two big 100 cc categories this edition of the outlap continuing here on the ekn radio network check out any major national karting event and what's the common thread speed concepts racing up front in every class every weekend The Speed family has been at the forefront of American karting for over 25 years, and Speed Concepts Racing is the sole dedication of Father Mike Speed and his multi-time championship winning son Alex Speed. This program is all about passion for the sport and a dedication to winning. They know how to get it done. If you're a senior driver ready to put yourself amongst the best in the country, Speed Concepts Racing is the program for you. We can win the big races. You just need to be in the seat. Speed's program has delivered time over time in the junior classes as well, helping to elevate a long list of young drivers from mid-pack to potential race winners. Speed Concepts Racing has the perfect equation of coaching, driver development, and technical knowledge to elevate your program. Arrive and Drive opportunities are available for the remainder of the 2023 season, and we're locking in seats for 2024 as well. If you're ready to take your career to the next level, Contact Speed Concepts Racing through email at speedconceptsracinggmail.com. At Winning takes top quality equipment, flawless preparation, experienced coaching, and passion. And at Team GFC, we live our passion. Developed by American karting champion Gary Carlton. GFC chassis has become one of the newest brands to reach the top of the podium in North America. GFC has garnered victories and championships at all levels of the sport since its debut at the end of 2018. the car drivers are at the front of the field in the GT14 frame, with the SS31 a consistent contender in tag and 100cc competition. Team GFC has arrive and drive packages available for all categories, including the Mini and Micro classes utilizing the GFC RR5 Cadet chassis. These young pilots have the opportunity to be part of the Team GFC Young Driver Development program. Learn from one of the best American carters with 28 years racing at the highest levels in the sport, offering personalized training on and off the track. Follow GFC Karting on Facebook and Instagram or click over to GFCKarting.com to learn more about joining Team GFC. GFC, live your passion. Welcome back to episode 67 of our Ecan Outlap. It's uh, myself Rob Howard and David Cole diving into the preview of this coming weekend's Challenge of the Americas Opener in Tucson, Arizona. T1, if you will, back-to-back events at Tucson to start the season before we cap things off at Sonoma Raceway, as we always do. Uh, Jumping into the actual class-by-class previews, we wrapped up the senior and master shifter uh, classes before this. Let's go in now, David, to the 100cc classes. Uh, 29 drivers in senior 100cc. Last year's winner, Liam Lech, although Liam will not uh, be running here this week. I believe he's working, I think he's working for Aaron McLaren now, as a a data guy, as a dag, I think now. He won't be here, but there are a number of very big drivers that we're going to see potentially battle for race wins here this year
1: yeah none of the former winners from last year are in this field for this weekend no no chase hand no liam Lech, no oliver hodgson yeah. no harley Keeble, no has es- jesus vasquez vasquez jr so um we could see you know some first time winners at the challenge in this category and um, you look at it, uh, you know, Parker DeLong and Josh Campbell are probably the more experienced drivers in the field. Uh, certainly, Campbell was one of the top 100cc drivers throughout 2023. So he's going to be coming in as, as probably one of the drivers to watch. Uh, Alex Mercado, he's been he's been one of those drivers that has kind of raced all over the country in the 100cc category. Uh, Travis Varney as well, too, with FDM. Um, those are, those are some of the names to look for, uh, Keegan Kaminsky as well too. He's yeah. a junior driver coming up to the senior ranks. Up. So we'll see how he does, uh, making his senior debut. But, uh, again, a number of names that are kind of Looking to get breakthrough performances here at the challenge,
0: yeah, I would agree. It's kind of an interesting year. Uh, those big guns we've seen in, in years past, as you mentioned, obviously, Harley Keeble coming in with the Sodi Kart program running with the Karting Collective last year. It was kind of a big deal for Sodi Kart to break in. He was able to get a win. Vasquez, as we know, has always done some racing with Nash. Uh, Lech, of course, Chase Hand has been a, a part of the program for the last couple of years. I would say. Drivers that could still step up, a driver like maybe a Shea Aldrich from uh, Precision Works could be there. Ryan Persing, uh David for, for Nash Motorsports, has always shown good speed. We talked about the loss of OKN. Chris Martin last year, remember, with Karting Correct, Collective, he was one of the drivers that ran in the OKN class. So Sodi Kart still going to have a pretty good uh, representation on the weekend as well.
1: Yeah, that, that'll be another name to watch, having the OKN experience. He kind of dabbled back and forth, OKN, 100cc stuff. So, yeah, that's another, another name to kind of watch on the weekend.
0: Uh, interesting. Let's see how things go in junior 100cc. 31 drivers, the biggest field uh, of the year to start off here on the West Coast. Obviously, strong group, uh, and it'll be the driver who won last year, the champ Nick's Eggleston. David, coming back to defend that title.
1: Yeah, he's a three-time winner last year, and that helped him earn the series championship uh, and and become pretty much a, a regular at the forefront in junior racing, especially in the 100cc category. Yeah. We saw him do well at the Road Tax uh, U.S. Trophy Finals, so he got to represent Team USA over there at the Road Tax Grand Finals. Uh, so Eggleston certainly become becoming an elevated driver in the junior ranks especially with the championship last year. So certainly he'll be the bullseye uh, going into the weekend. When you, when you look at it uh, last year's winners also include Archer Eversman. Uh, he's returning uh, no Altman, no corn uh, in the field this weekend. So uh, Eggleston and Eversman are kind of the more experienced drivers uh, of the field. Nico Serafati coming into his second season in the junior ranks, uh, Rocky Moran, a driver, I think this is a third, maybe third season in the junior ranks, Alexander Gonzalez. He's won at the challenge. Didn't get, get a victory last year, so he's coming back into junior ranks. So we'll see if he's able to contend for podium and victories as well. But a number of junior drivers as well or junior rookies coming into the field. Talk about uh, last year, many winners. You got uh, Mateo Calderon, uh, Lucas Pop, Luca Popescu. Uh, and, and Jackson Gibson, a driver we've seen do well uh, at the national level, a, a super, super nationals player. winner yeah. as well, yeah. Uh, making his junior debut.
0: Well, I think you throw in Alex Rantala in there as well, a bit a good field for the GFC Farber Lurks guys. I think you have to look as well because she's been very fast this last year, and has been getting better and better. That's Peyton Westcott. I think uh, I think Peyton's going to be going for race wins here this weekend. That's I'll throw that out here right now. I think that's he'll be her final year, I believe, in the Junior 100 CC class. So I would watch for her to be right in the middle of the fight as well. You mentioned Rocky Moran. There's other drivers we've just talked about over the last couple of years, right, David? Like a you know like a Xander Malatesta. Some of these drivers that just you know find their way to the front. And again, this is the one thing we really haven't talked about yet. This is kind of that debut weekend for the West coast. You know, a lot of the young drivers have moved up from mini to junior, junior to senior, whatever. We've seen them running on the East coast, right? Scoot that skews winter series, Florida winter tour. Now, of course the, the rock, I rather the Rotax winter cup for the drivers here on the, on the West coast. This is it. This is that, that, that debut weekend to start the 2024 season.
1: That's a good point. I don't think any of these drivers that are in this junior field raced over on the East side of yeah. the country. So this is, yeah, as you said, this is their 2024 opener. So that's a, that's a good point. Some that's uh that's that's unique because typically we see some drivers double dipping, going over to the Scusa race or going to the Rock Cup Florida Winter Tour race and then coming back to the challenge to uh to get that first racer or, or already having how already having that first race under their belt.
0: That's it. One more break, folks. When we get back, we'll wrap up our preview. Have a look at the Masters 100cc category as well as the Cadet 60cc class. Stay with us. When we get back, we'll wrap up this edition of the Outlap. There's a new hot button name in American safety equipment: Stilo USA. Every product with Stilo is focused on safety, comfort, and function. Stilo USA is happy to provide you with the proper safety apparel to keep you protected on the track and their karting lineup is second to none. The ST5 KRT Karting Helmet is available for $599. Manufactured using a lightweight and extremely strong composite material, the KRT provides an excellent fit and comfort level due to its dual-density interior foam lining, and it's equipped with a symmetrical visor that offers excellent vision and an effortless central visor locking system. The ST5 CMR standard was developed jointly by the FIA Institute and Snell Memorial Foundation to ensure safer and lighter weight helmets for the younger Carters. Drivers rave about the superior comfort levels, lightweight construction, and the unparalleled field of vision. The perfect youth helmet is available for $549. Stilo didn't stop with their helmets either. The newly developed carbon curvo rib protector is unlike any on the market with its form-fitting solution to offer superior protection. Head to StiloHelmets.com to review these and many more products to keep you safe on the track. Stilo. Any competition, one helmet.
2: Wins in the sports biggest races and championships in national and regional series all over the country, they're all on Nitro Kart's growing resume. Nitro Kart continues to make its statement as the best, fastest, and winningest cadet chassis on the American market. In 2021, Nitro Kart won the three biggest crowns in America in the Microswift division, with Mateo, Rosu, and the SCUZA Pro Tour, and both the Super Nationals and the USPKS titles with Keelan Harvick. At the Super Nats alone, three of the top five drivers on the podium got there on a Nitro Kart. The results are clear. If you want to win in cadet, get a Nitro Kart and join our team. At Nitro Kart, we're all about driver development. Nick Tucker and the Nitro Crew's racing resumes are extensive, and their passion for helping our kids learn is unparalleled. Racing is about consistent learning, and that's what we're all about here at Nitro Kart. Never wanting to quit, we've continued to extend the reach of our driver development program. In addition to expanding into the junior and senior karting categories, we've also launched Nitro Motorsports, which will field two cars this season in the Trans Am by Pirelli series, one being piloted by karting champion Brent Cruz. Not only can we develop your young driver, but we can also provide the platform if a move to cars is in your plan. And our second seat is available. If you're serious about your driver's career, contact us today.
0: Welcome back to episode 67 of our Outlap podcast, previewing this coming weekend's Challenge of the Americas opener, T1 in Tucson, Arizona. Looking forward to getting out to Tucson, not only uh, for the track itself, but just to get back with the entire Challenge family. Always such a great atmosphere there trackside. David, let's dive into the Masters 100 CC class. Um, 13 pre-entries. I was surprised. We do not see the guy who won the championship last year, Ian Kunches, not on the entry list.
1: Yeah, the three-time winner last year, not on the entry list. A as long, along with Christopher Mann another driver not uh, returning he got he was able to challenge Kunchez for the championship i yeah. think it was only 2 points separating the two drivers last year so no Kunchez, no Christopher Mann no Billy Cleveland uh and and and, and uh, other regulars that we typically have seen at the at the challenge over the last couple of years in this category changing how, of the guard how however <laughs> There are returning drivers that we've seen here in the past, among them, former series champion Paul Bonilla. You got to start with a former series champion like him. Uh, We have not seen him at the Challenge for quite some time, probably since, what, 2020, maybe 2021. Um, Unique to see Paul Bonilla coming back. Uh, He'll be racing with Phil Giebler Racing, uh, but also travis irving this yeah. is a this is a name i've seen since 2004 he won uh, at the super nationals a couple years after that and uh he's been kind of in race in carding and out of carding in carding and out of karting, and he's back so uh he's joining gfc formula works so he'll be aboard the gfc that's another name uh, matthew Ostagai. he's <laughs> been a, a former challenge racer as well too he's going to be in the mix in master 100 cc so uh but also Greg Welch, the uh, the four-direction motorsport owner. Uh, he's essentially replacing Kunchez. So I guess he kicked him, kicked Ian out and uh, is going <laughs> to do some <laughs> racing of his own.
0: Well, and let's, let's talk about that a little bit here because it is an interesting component of the weekend. It will be their debut essentially nationally running now the, the new cart that they're going to be uh, distributing here in the U.S., right?
1: Yeah, the Pantano chassis, yeah. uh, something that is uh, obviously made in Italy. But uh, they will be uh, four direction motorsport will be importing this chassis. So they are the importer for this new brand that uh, certainly we don't don't know too much about and uh, something we'll be learning over the weekend. It's very similar, however, to the the comp cart colors that they have been flying for the last couple of years. So we'll see uh, how much similar it is or or what it's similar to uh, when we get trackside.
0: Yeah, look forward to giving a good look over that chassis for sure. Uh, one last one. We cannot uh, get through this without talking about the driver. Remember who actually was on the podium at the Super Nats in the Masters category. A tremendously inspirational story. Casey Cook back at it again. He's going to, he could be a driver to go for the race win here this weekend.
1: Oh, without a doubt, you know, he he's uh, he's been there every race that he that we've seen him do. Uh, So he'll be trading in the flags, which he did a couple of years ago at the challenge and we will be putting on the helmet. So that's good to see. But uh, there's no doubt he does. He has the ability to win uh, this weekend. It uh, boils down to obviously he's been he's been working hard on his conditioning, making sure he's ready to go um and so we'll we'll see if uh if he has what it takes to be able to to pick up that first i don't think he's ever won at the challenge so the, to see if he's uh, able to notch his name into uh, the winner's list.
0: Yeah, an absolutely incredible story. I, I mentioned it being an inspiration for Casey Cook, battling cystic fibrosis, a lung transplant, Some somewhere down the line in his future. They're working to, to raise money for that. Uh, and But he his love is kart racing and, and motorsports, and we love seeing him get back out when he possibly can. Let's wrap things up, David, with our 60cc uh, cadet category, 14 pre-entries, last year's champion, Braden Wagner back in the fight. We'll see if he can go two for two. He'll de- listen. Bottom line is out of the gate. He's going to be the driver everybody's chasing.
1: Yeah, the GFC driver under the Formula Works tent. That is, uh, He's the driver to watch in this category. He's got the most experience. He's got the championship under his belt from last year. Uh, only won one time last year. We had five different drivers win yeah. last year uh and he's the only one returning. We got a couple that have moved up to the junior ranks and a couple that are not re- or Actually, they I think they've all moved up to the junior ranks. So uh uh so he's got the most experience coming in. Uh probably next to him would probably be Paxton Romero. He finished in the top 5 in the championship last year. Uh, Connor Lipka, yeah. he's uh, he's a driver that won the micro division at the US Trophy Final. Uh, or I believe it was the Cup Karts race that he won, so uh, yes. two, yeah, Cup Karts Grand Nationals, so both same racetrack. Uh, so I got they confused were. there. Uh, <laughs> Cam Becker, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, another name to kind of watch. Uh, so yeah, this will be uh, it's good to see 14 drivers, so we got more than a dozen in the field, and we'll we'll kind of be learning more about the others that we don't know too much about.
0: The one that I'm looking forward to because I, I first met this young man at Portland International Raceway at the IndyCar event. I was I was there, of course, for the USF Pro Championships. It was a number of years ago up in Portland. Uh, Caleb Canfield, young driver who I met his dad, met him and Caleb. Caleb has loved cars and racing since he was just a little tyke, um, and I, I kind of pointed them in the direction of Pat Sakers, and those are the people you need to talk to. And now the kids. Uh, You know, running as much as he can up in the the Pacific Northwest. I see him all the time at that Portland event. So looking forward to seeing Caleb come down from Portland for his first ever big national event. So he'll be running with ruthless carding. So good to have the, the Canfield family down there.
1: Well, that's a cool story. Uh, it kind of reminds me of the Lucas Palacio story when he was uh, <laughs> yelling, book it with his little race cars. <laughs>
0: that's true. That is awesome. Good stuff. All right, David, let's wrap things up here. Of course, as, as you all know, we'll be streaming our live audio on ecardinews.com slash live. You can uh, listen on the Ecan Radio Network app on your phone as well. We'll be hammering down social media all weekend long as we do. Uh, at uh, So follow, of course, the hashtags to be able to follow everything we do. Hashtag ecan at CODA hashtag the challenge and hashtag Tucson. We'll see if we can't uh, get ourselves on the, the radar a bit there in the, in the tu- local Tucson area. But David, bottom line is for you and I, you've already been trackside once. I was not able to make the trek down to scoozer for the opening round of that series. We'll do that the weekend after. So it'll be a busy week next week. We'll have a debrief podcast and an outlap podcast to get done uh, before we head down to the Scusa event to, to cap off the winter series. But yeah, you and I trackside back in Tucson. I'll say this. Uh my Facebook memories for the last like eight days have been <laughs> nothing but pictures of In and Out Burger. I was thinking the same oh thing. My God, that's, all,
1: a- that's all I saw. It's it's been it's been uh, me shoveling before I leave or me shoveling when I get back. Yeah, and in yep. and out burger. Yeah, yeah. Um so thankfully the shoveling's done. We uh, we haven't uh it's been a busy January full of snow. So now, uh, now we're getting uh, warmer temperatures and the snow is starting to melt. So I don't have any of that to, to yep. worry about, but, uh, yeah, it, it the in and out burger feed has been, uh, compiling and yeah, piling no doubt. and, uh, excited, excited. Yeah. I know, I know you've been, you've been irking to get some real food, like an yeah. in and out burger, uh, around those lips of yours. <laughs>
0: I'm I'm, hopefully I can open up wide enough for it. We'll see how it
1: works. Hey, just take small little bites. Enjoy it. Like I say, enjoy every second of it. That's what I do when I go to In-N-Out Burger. Maybe I'll need to do a
0: flying Dutchman instead. We'll see.
1: (laughs) But yeah, excited to, uh, to get back to the challenge. Excited to get back to Tucson. I know we're going to hit up to so many of the other local establishments in terms of food, um, pizza and Mexican and other, other cravings that we'll have throughout the weekend. Um, but yeah, they get, get back to the challenge family, get to see all of the, uh, the, the, dedicated workers that are a part of Andy Saisman staff there. And again, the racers, because a lot of the, like, we, like you said, that's a great note. A lot of these racers have not even started the 2024 season yeah. yet. So this is going to be their first, uh, first weekend out, uh, officially in competition. And so it's going to be an exciting weekend to watch again, only six categories. So it's going to be condensed, but enjoyable and fun weekend, like we always do at the challenge.
0: Yeah, so 117 pre entries over six classes. Right, this yeah. is what we're talking about. This is and listen, walk ups could get us up to 130. That's the most we've ever had, I think, for the opening round. So, uh, an opportunity for a good start to the season for T1. Looking forward, to, of course, coming back to Tucson again um, in March or yeah, in March for for T2. And then, uh, then heading, of course, Sonoma uh, to wrap things up on the season as well. But, yeah, looking forward to start to a good season. Thank you so much for tuning in, folks. If you haven't had a chance to look at the Promoters uh, Series article that we did with Andy Sageman, it's a really good look into kind of some of the stuff that's happened here the last little bit for the series. Great interview interview with Andy. Go check that out online on the website. We did one with Brittany and Loba as well. I've got other ones we're working on right now with John Giacomelli. Uh, from Race Rotax, I'm working on one with Brett Spouty as well from CKNA South. Big numbers for the CKNA South, South series at mm-hmm. Jacksonville. They're looking at p- pushing potentially uh, 200. potentially 200 entries this coming weekend at 103rd Street. So that's big for them. But a number of different inter- interviews we're working on as part of our promoter series. So that's going to be a really good kind of look and how the series and program is starting here for 2024 thanks folks for tuning in we appreciate it. could be some cool temperatures maybe some rain on friday at tucson which would be very odd for sure not something we normally see in arizona We're hoping for a fantastic weekend after that we hope you tune in for the broadcast looking forward to it david cole will be trackside throughout the weekend doing everything he does on a weekend basis thank you again for tuning in to this edition of the outlap on behalf of david cole my name is rob howden